But yeah, just trying to get through this semester and take it easy and not get too crazy or sophisticated. Yeah. The kids are super stressed as well. I did a an assignment last week where I was like, hey, let's just do a little quick check-in. Like, check on your grades, tell me what you see and how you could improve it. Tell me how you're feeling. How do you think your work this week went? Like, you personally, did you do your best work? Did you do bleh? And I just told them to be honest. About 80% of the kids are like, I'm really stressed. I'm getting a lot of uh, pressure from my parents. Every other teacher is telling me, right, graduation, graduation, graduation. And I just can't focus on anything. So we're going to do a little a little breathe yeah. on Monday. Just so that they... Like, obviously, I want them to graduate. And I want them to think that this is important. But at the same time, like, dude, your mental health. Come on now. Yeah. This is not a normal situation. Please, you know, don't beat yourself up if a couple of days a week you're kind of distracted that's fine yeah you're 14 years old yeah and my school is also making us do interim like state standard testing so that's not awesome oh yeah we have to do state testing this year and it's like why what the heck is why we can't like we don't know if the kids are cheating yeah it's useless they're doing it at home it's 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 a it's a nothing burger. Like so I'm so I'm basically just going through question types with them right now in one of our periods because we have a block period. We're just doing question types and I'm, one of the kids was like this is so useful. I'm like I hate teaching the test but like if they're going to deliberately make the questions just idiotic then <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to do them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the problem, right? Like <laughs> we have to teach this multiple choice test and English is not a multiple choice subject. It's the way they word the questions as well. The one that I hate the most is the one where they're like, finish the narrative, but they only give you two points for it. So, but what they want from you is three paragraphs with like dialogue, description. That's what they want. When you look at the, the grading criteria, it's like, oh yeah, this 200 word answer is perfect for two points. So... I've been yes. teaching the kids how to do that, and the kids are like, why are there so few points for this? I'm like, kids, I do not know. <laughs> That's obnoxious. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> and this is why we're going through it now, because this makes zero sense to me. <laughs> I don't I don't want it to make zero sense to you. Yeah, I love when the I love when the district makes a test and I'm like, I don't know the answer. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these questions I'm looking at and I'm like, if I was 14 years old and I was good at English as a kid. I would not know how to answer this question. But yeah, I've taken the district final before and not gotten 100%. Yeah. Because the kids were ambiguous. like, have you ever taken one of these? I was like, California state test? No, <laughs> I have not. They said, would you take one so that we can see what your answers are? I was like, I'm, I'm actually considering it. Because I think if they saw, hey, I'm really good at English, but this quiz is wild. <laughs> it would make them feel better about it. Yeah. And I always tell them like... This is going to be super curved, so it's probably not going to hurt your grade unless you don't take it seriously. And I've taken it, and I know some of the answers are confusing. And then our benchmarks are nothing like the state tests. This is the other thing that's very confusing for the kids. Yeah. The way the benchmarks are set up is nothing like the state test. Like, the question types aren't even the same. So if they do good on the benchmark, it doesn't mean anything. Because it's not like the state test. It's not even like a good practice. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway, that's enough complaining. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme, and this is episode 42, I think. Ooh, yes it is. Yay! I finally have my notebook accurately <laughs> depicting the episode number. Well, that's good. We got some wild ones today. The first one is an Am I the Asshole post, and it doesn't say ages, but they're about to get married, so about that age. Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I the asshole for holding a surprise game show to see who I invite to my wedding? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Run that by me one more time. A surprise game show. To see who I invite to my wedding. What? This is I mean a surprise game show is a kind of fun idea on its own. Not gonna lie. It sounds like a cute um engagement party game. Yes. Or like a baby shower game. Yeah. Not if you lose, I don't invite you to my wedding. Oh, I hope this isn't really gatekeepy because I have so much stuff to say about people being huge gatekeepers of stuff. Well, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it starts off by saying, lot to dissect and go over. I'm going to do my best to keep this short and sweet. I have a private island that's been in my family for years. <laughs> well, there's your answer. <laughs> It's a long story. I will post it separately as not to bog down this post. To answer the question you all have, no, I'm not rich. Anyway, due to current situations, my fiancé and I had to cancel our wedding. The silver lining is we got most of our money back on venue, catering, honeymoon, DJ, etc. Basically the expensive shit. We found ourselves stuck with a dress, tux, and things that weren't refundable, and no real knowledge of how or when we'd be able to use them. Our wedding was supposed to be on our anniversary, so jokingly my wife suggested we go to the island. Myself, nor anyone in my family, has been. I contacted the proper channels and arranged a surprise trip. We honestly assumed it would be desolate and the trip would be a very Scooby-Doo-esque. The trip turned out great and we had the genius idea of throwing a wedding there. The island can comfortably accommodate about 30 people to spend the night. It could probably uncomfortably accommodate 50 people. Because we had the money and the general plan of how we wanted to go about it from the first wedding, we decided to go for it. The problem is, we knew we couldn't accommodate everyone. While I'm more family-oriented, her friends are her family. I came up with the genius idea of creating a Jeopardy-style game, my wife is a computer programmer, on our wedding website. We made sure to make it accessible enough for our grandparents and elders to be able to use it. It was live, and at the end we tallied the scores, and that's how we decided who we would invite. Now a lot of our families are up in arms. They said it's not a fair way to pick out who can attend our wedding, but the way I see it, there is no fair way. Our hands are tied, but for obvious reasons we have to keep our wedding small, and we just can't afford the insurance of having that many people there. Are we assholes for thinking the game could solve our problems? FYI, the questions were about us and our relationship. A decent amount of the answers were on the actual original invite. I have so many questions. <laughs> and they deleted their account so I can't go and find that island story. I have so many questions. How do you own a private island and nobody in your family has ever been? How, how is that possible? I'd be there every goddamn weekend. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I just need to unwind for a second. So let me just uh, hop on a plane and get gone. Jesus. I mean, you'd have to charter a flight, right? Like, yeah, you'd have to charter a private plane, I assume. You'd have to charter a flight. You'd have to bring all your food. Presuming this is like last year we went on a cruise and one of the stops was an island that was owned by the cruise company. So they had basically like you know, a little couple restaurants, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't like nobody lived there. It was just the empty buildings most of the year. So you'd have to bring your own food. You'd have to bring a lot right. of different things. 
that would be just prohibitively expensive. Just have your immediate family and friends that you want to be there, and that's it. Like, yeah, problem solved. My second, my second question. We have a private island, but we're not rich. <laughs> sell that private island, man. Yeah, sell the island. Like, why are you hanging on to this thing that you can't use because it's prohibitively expensive to bring people there? Like, get rid of it. Third question. Nobody is meant to know stuff about, like, intimate stuff that you can take a quiz on about your relationship. <laughs> That's just incredibly weird. Like, I don't even think it's asshole-ish. Like, the, the act of the quiz is asshole-ish. I just think it's strange. What's asshole-ish is making invites to your wedding a competition. Yeah. Like, I had... So I had two weddings and and an extra reception. So we always say we got married three times. And the second wedding was like the big wedding where we wanted our friends and family to come, whatever. Now, obviously, that meant that my family was going to have to travel from England to the States. Mm -hmm. Obviously, not everybody could come. So what I did was I had conversations with as many of those people as possible and said, look, this is what we want to do. This is the time we want to do it. If you can come, that's amazing. There'll be a space for you. If you can't, absolutely no worries. No big deal. And we'll see you at the reception in England. That's how we did it. We didn't exclude anybody. We knew that the the California reception and wedding was going to be exclusionary in itself, right? Mm -hmm. Both with the expense and the distance and people getting time off from work and whatever. We understood that. And we made sure that my family understood that too. So that when they couldn't come to the wedding, they didn't feel like they hadn't been invited or that they were missing out on anything. Because they were going to see us in a couple of months when we came for the reception in England anyway. Yeah. That's how you do it. You you invite the people who you think can come and want to come, who you want to be there. And then if they can't come, then you start extending it. Yeah. Yeah, you always you have, have two rounds of invitations. You have a short list, right? So you'll have a short list of, okay, if, if these people weren't here, I'd be upset. That's That's how you do it. I would be upset. Not they would be upset. I would be upset. Like, absolutely, your grandparents must come to your wedding. Your parents must come to your wedding. Your siblings must come to your wedding. Barring, you know. Well. Yes. <laughs> Extenuating no. circumstances or relationships. Yeah. But yeah. And then you work kind of outward from that based on who can come and who can't. You don't make everybody play Jeopardy for your affection. Yeah. Damn, that would piss me off. I wouldn't take it on principle. And with COVID too, what I what I would do again, immediate family, make sure everybody gets tested beforehand, mm -hmm. twice, immediate family and friends, go there. Then when COVID is over, have a reception, which might be in a while, but you can Yeah. You can invite more people there as like a celebration of your of your marriage and then you don't piss anybody off. <laughs> right. I and if someone was doing this, had like a private island wedding and I wasn't invited, I would be like, no, I totally get it. Like, <laughs> you can only yeah. have so many people on this island. You have They have to pay insurance, they said, because they own the island. So they have to pay insurance in case somebody gets hurt. What I'm thinking is like, okay, once you've got everybody there, then what? You have to pay for amenities, right? Because they said they thought it was desolate, but actually it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. I'm assuming there's some sort of housing, like like hotel-ish accommodations, cabins or something. God, I would hope so. But like, is the water on all the time? Will they have to turn the water on? Like, all those kinds of things. Yeah, fresh water on an island 
Where does it come from? Presumably Electricity. Like, is there electricity? Are you going to have to hire generators? Like, there's a whole lot of expenses for a fucking private island. Yeah, and like, also, you're going to need to also accommodate people, like, staff, presumably. Oh, yeah, I would assume so, unless you want to do everything yourself, which would be a ball ache for your wedding. Yeah, and I get, like, what when was it? Was it, like, June when the Kardashians posted that thing like i get it i would have done that if i was that filthy rich are you kidding me like probably wouldn't have posted it all over social media no and then tacked on a one tweet at the end was like i understand that i am privileged okay great maybe start paying some people's medical bills then okay cool you didn't need to show off to us then did you when i've been stuck in my house for fucking (laughs) nine months yeah so i i understand this and maybe wanting just like hey, this is going to be like a getaway with people that we want to spend time with, you know? Right. Like, just the way they went about it was 100% the wrong way. Like, like what happens if your grandma gets a good score and your grandpa doesn't? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, grandma. One sister fails the test, the other sibling, like, gets an A+. Like, what, are you going to not invite your sister but invite your brother? Like, (laughs) this just sounds like, really really stupid it's it's just bizarre it doesn't make any sense that's not the fairest way to do it like i love my sisters and and, you know my big sister has been with her husband for a really long time fuck i couldn't tell you anything about their relationship (laughs) nothing I, i know where they met i couldn't tell you how long they've been together i could i probably couldn't tell you the date they got married like i don't know any of these things off the top of my head yeah so it says most a decent amount of the answers were on the original invite but then like what who's keeping the original invite if the if the wedding has been cancelled due to covid right that shit that shit's in the bin it's been in the bin for for six months now (laughs) i still have the magnet um invite save the date oh i do too i still have that was supposed to get married in may of 2020 (laughs) yes i do still have that but the actual invite that's gone yeah right so yeah I, i it's just very odd it's weird it's stupid and it's not fair so and it looks I think if it wasn't a private island, it would look less assholish. Right? Like, it just adds to the asshole. Yeah. The fact that it's a private island and you're testing people to see if they can come on your private island. Yeah. It just adds to the level. Like, just, like, it's not, it's not going to be ideal, but just do immediate family and friends. So what what I did is I sent out like a big email and I was like, hey, I would really love for you to be at my wedding. These are the dates, but this is what it realistically is going to be. Please let me know if you think you would be able to make it. Um, and then I'll send invitations out. But if you can't make it, I understand. It's not a big deal. I'm not mad at you. That's fine. And I got a bunch of responses back. People like, I would love to come, but it's, the, the money is just not going to be there for me. And I was like, okay, well then I'll make sure you get first run of invites for for the england reception mm-hmm. there you go that was how i did it that's that's the best way to do it yeah and a destination wedding is a great like opportunity to only invite people that you want to be there <laughs> like <laughs> like um, our friends did this uh for their wedding they got married in italy because they there were people there that they kind of needed to exclude to make sure that the day would go smoothly so they're like well we're just inviting our parents and siblings and that's it so you know sorry (laughs) 
Yeah. <sighs> weird. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird. I would love to see some of the questions, though. I'd like right. to know what they think people should know in order to be allowed onto their island. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this person was clearly labeled the asshole, but apparently he also got some serious death threats and stuff. What? Yeah. And like people saying, I hope they get COVID. Jesus. Yeah. And worse things too. So people were real I mean, they're short-sighted, not evil. Yeah. They're just, <laughs> yeah, it's not, I mean, it is, it is one of those things where they're both dumb and an asshole. Like this was an <laughs> asshole thing, but it wasn't because they had malicious intent, you know? Mm. So <laughs> just, you know, wedding invites are hard enough. Why would you make that shit harder? Right. Exactly. Just simplify simplify and if there's someone you know like who can't make it then just have them come to the reception in the post times and after times and you and i both know that you don't need a ton of people at your actual wedding to make it <laughs> a fun time right yeah like i me and my husband had a courthouse wedding to start because we just wanted to get married and we were like yeah let's just do it and like three people were there <laughs> and us it was a really good time. We we had cake. We ate a fish restaurant. We drank champagne on the beach. It was amazing. And yeah, you don't need to have a huge party with everybody there. Like the whole point is that you get married. Yeah. To somebody who you want to get married to. That's the whole thing. So yeah. Yeah. And our official wedding had like you and your husband, a mm -hmm. friend and his partner and us. And that was it. It was great. Yeah. That little park was awesome. And then we went and had lunch afterwards or dinner yeah or both we probably had, we had both <laughs> we had lunch first then we had dinner afterwards at the fancy place at the fancy beer place yes oh yeah that was good dinner <laughs> we want to go back god i only remember stuff with food yeah right <laughs> i had the picture on my phone for a long time outside that restaurant they had like a, a boat like it was basically oh, like yes. a bench but it was it looked like a boat you know, a bench so that you could wait for your table. And uh, I have a picture of our husbands doing the Titanic thing <laughs> on that boat. <laughs> uh, that was a good day. It was, it was a fun, fun time. And then we were all singing musical songs in the car. Yeah. Afterwards. It's a lovely time. Yeah. You just have the people you want to be there. The yeah. End. The end. Easy. Job done. All right. So this next one. It's kind of hitting close to home for me. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not secretly you again, is no, it? No, it is not. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I'm trying to spread those ones out vastly for years. You'll never know if it's me. There's no ages, um, but OP has three kids and one just went away to college. Okay. Am I the asshole for turning my daughter's room into an office and throwing away her clutter? Ooh, second part. This is, this is not what, How do good. you define clutter, please? Yeah, one man's clutter is another man's priceless collection. <laughs> Worldly possessions. Right. Background. We have three children. We live in a beautiful but modestly sized four-bedroom condo in an expensive city. Our oldest daughter went away to college this year. The family decided that it would be best to turn her room into an office, as me and my husband have been working from home since March, and it has been difficult for us to balance our time. We told our daughter and told her to take all of her important possessions with her to college. We warned her that we may throw out anything she didn't take with her, and she understood. After she went away to college, we went through and did a makeover of her room. We kept a few mementos and clothing items that seemed nice, but for the most part we cleared it out. We have moved some storage into her closet and the rest of the house is less cluttered now. Overall, though the room is much nicer now and has been far more productive as a workspace for me and my husband to retreat to. Our other two children also occasionally use it for school and studying. 
She came home for the first time for Christmas break and cried when she saw the room. It strikes me as overdramatic because it is still her room to exclusively use when she is home. We have a futon that converts it to a bed for her, and we don't use it as an office when she is there. She also has said that we threw out too many things, but frankly, she is a pack rat. It was all clutter. We threw out clothes she hasn't worn in years, old boxes and packages, old diaries from years ago. No! Even homework assignments and random old books from as far back as middle school. She says this was cruel, but it was not important stuff, and we told her in advance to take anything important with her. Her mood has been sour and rude this whole break, and I'm starting to wish she would just go back to college already. Am I the asshole? Yes! You can't throw away someone's old diaries? And books! Like, I kept so many of my school assignments because I knew I was going to be a teacher. Okay, well, (laughs) the reason why I kept mine is because my mom is uh while while lovely and very pragmatic also has this thing about just keeping everything like just in case you need it in the future Mm. so now i have this mentality of i must keep this because i worked on it therefore i might need it later so i have a bunch of shit (laughs) that i carried across an ocean that actually when i opened it up i was like why did i bring this with me this is dumb (laughs) but i can't throw it away because in my mind i'm like but what if i need it So I get that. And if somebody else threw that away, I'd be very upset. Like I have all my assignments from my degree that I don't actually need, but that I have kept because what, but what if, what if somebody asks me for them (laughs) in 10 years time, I should keep it. You could take a picture and make a virtual. No, no, no. I don't trust anything on computers. Nope. This is why I buy all of my media in physical format. <laughs> I don't I don't trust that the computer will keep the thing. If I lose the thing, that's me. If the computer loses the thing, that's a problem. <laughs> so, uh yeah, I I have to have everything in physical physical format. It uh drives everybody who knows me up the wall because my house is full of CDs and CD cases. <laughs> I at least will like I have books I have a couple books of CDs and um, movies and stuff, but that's mostly because my sister, when she was in high school, decided to go through all of our movies that we owned, cut out the <sighs> front cover, and use it to like wallpaper her room. So basically, she, we had all these homeless movies because she destroyed the cases, and I managed to rescue most of them. Damn. I have like one dvd of one season of futurama for some reason (laughs) but a bunch of the movies that from like high school are just in this disc thing with some video games too because over the years dogs have chewed up the cases (laughs) really saves on clutter though you can't determine what is important and what isn't in terms of other people's stuff yeah right that's not up to you I don't like the wording of the first part of the post. The family decided and we told her and she said it was okay. And then we warned her. It's like the only person who wasn't involved in this decision was the daughter whose room it involved. Yeah. And it makes it seem like they're just like, all right, bye. Like, and push yeah. her out. And she doesn't have like a space anymore. She doesn't even have a bed anymore. It's just a futon. Right. And also... Dorm rooms are freaking tiny. What do you expect tiny. her to take all of her possessions into a dorm room that she's probably sharing with one to two other people? Like, no. Like, and when you're when you're eighteen and you've just gone to college, that's kind of you're still a you're still a baby. You're still a yeah. child. You don't know what you want to keep and what you want to throw away when you eventually decide you want to move out for good. So making that decision for her was very cruel. 
I feel really terrible for her. If somebody went through all my childhood books and threw them out, I don't know what I'd do. I still have books on on bookshelves here that I was given when I was like 12 that I keep because it's like, oh man, I really loved that book. I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah. And I have I have clothes that I've worn on like special occasions. Like I have the dress that my husband proposed to me in. Oh. I don't fit into it anymore, <laughs> but I like having it because it's a nice memory and I'm probably going to keep it until I die. Like... You can't you can't decide that for somebody else. That's not fair. I can't believe she threw her diaries out is the most egregious thing. Oh my god. And like also old clothes that she hasn't worn in years. Like again, just why didn't you just wait? Maybe even put the stuff in a garage or a shed or a storage unit, and then when she comes for Christmas, help decorate and like redo and she can go through the things and keep and discard what she doesn't want and you know keep her bed in there keep things mostly the same like that's what my parents did until they just moved you don't have to empty a room to make it into an office yeah right like they literally could have just if she had a desk in there just clean out the desk or just put your like go in there and Use her desk. I don't understand why they had to clear out everything. (sighs) So they say that they use her closet as storage so the rest of the house is less cluttered now. So basically they have a bunch of crap they don't need. So they threw out all of her crap that she quote unquote doesn't need so that they could keep this garbage. Like, right. They're allowed to keep their shit. She's not allowed to keep her shit. And also, where's she supposed to keep all this stuff? Over summer. You don't get to stay in student housing over the summer. You have to take all your stuff home. God. So she's either going to have to pay with what money for a storage unit for the summer, or she's going to have to, like, shove it all back in her old room and then take it all. Right. Like, what's what do you expect her to do? It, it would have... It would have added no extra time or expense for these people to just put her things in boxes, labeled, and move them somewhere else. Yeah. In fact, it probably would have taken less time than throwing it all out and finding homes for all this crap. <sighs> That's just so selfish. I hate this. And if it's a, if they live in a four-bedroom condo... A four-bedroom condo! How many kids do they have? Two? They have three kids. In the house. Two in the house, yeah. So why not just... Like, they probably have a garage in a four-bedroom yeah, condo. Yeah, with a four-bedroom condo, they probably have a garage. If not a two-car garage, at least a one-car garage, that they can at least stack a few things... There's not that much stuff in one bedroom that they have to... (laughs) Like, what kind of shit are they storing in her room that they can't just store in the garage? Or in the rest of their house. Yeah. This is just bullshit. Yeah. I can't believe... I understand entirely why she cried. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's... Leaving home is stressful enough, and then coming back and realizing that there isn't any place for you, from personal experience... Yeah. That's pretty awful. Like, I'm not going to go into details about what happened to me, but I had been away for a very long time and uh, was ready to come home and was basically told, it's not going to be good for me today, can you come another day to my own house? So, yeah, that was pretty rough. I'm 30 and I'm like, like I was thinking about my parents' bathroom or something inconsequential the other day and then I was like, well, that space doesn't exist anymore. Like, yeah, in the world... So, like, she doesn't have that space in the world anymore that 
like she can come back to and be like, okay, this is like fine. This is my space. She doesn't have that, especially if she's sharing a dorm with other people. Your childhood home is meant to be a comforting place where you can relax. And that has been taken from her. And and that's unforgivable. Yeah. And it sounds like not a big deal, but... I d- it sounds like they just don't care about her at all. Like nothing in this post says I understand why she might be upset or no. or I am I care about her in any way. Like they didn't give her any considerations. They like this, you said they yeah. used the word warned her and she understood like it wasn't like we saved anything. It was like we saved stuff that was expensive so we wouldn't have to buy it for her again. Yeah. That poor kid. Yeah. I hope she finds somewhere where she can live by herself and just have her own space. That's the nicest thing about, you know, being an adult and having your own place. It's like, well, this is my space and I can have it however I want and no one's going to move my shit. And if I want to keep clutter, I can keep clutter, but I understand that I'm keeping clutter. (laughs) Um, And that's it. If it changes, it's because I've changed it, not because anyone else has changed it. Yeah. I hope she manages to have that space of her own soon. And I feel like that's why I try and treat my students as teenagers like adults because they're so used to being treated like children yeah i mean obviously not all the way like adults but you know they're so used to being treated like children and given zero agency like i've had students during distance learning ask if they can eat ask if they can use the bathroom i'm like you're on mute and your camera's off i don't know if you step away to use the bathroom yeah i'm like you're in your own house i'm not gonna tell you how to behave in your own house yeah i'm not your mother (laughs) of course you can eat as long as you're not getting it on the school laptop like i don't care yeah go for it and it's 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 so sad how we treat kids as if they don't have their own bodily autonomy like i will never tell a kid that they can't use the bathroom I, I try my very hardest not to. We have pretty strict rules in, in, in place in the school because of a variety of incidents about bathroom usage during school class. Uh, during class time. If someone comes up to me and they say, I really need to use the bathroom, I'm like, hell yeah, go for it. I'll say, like, and if I'm about to go over something important, I'll say, hey, I'm about to go over something important. Do you want to wait until after that? And if they say no, then I'm like, okay, that's your choice. Yeah, go for it. Um, but anyway. It's just, yeah. Yeah. They're treating her like she's not a member of the family. Mm-hmm. And that's not nice or fair. No. And so hopefully her siblings are cool. It sounds like her parents suck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So is it all oh, am I the asshole post? No, there's relationship advice at the end. Um, Oops, all assholes. Yeah. Well, not everybody. No, yeah, everybody's assholes here. <laughs> Except for OP in the last one, which we talked about last week. Um, this one is an am I the asshole post. And... <laughs> it doesn't say how old OP is, which I assume is intentional, because his mm. wife is 34 and his daughter is 29. Ooh. I'm assuming not with that woman. I, I'm just skimming. So this might be in different, like, time periods. So I'm just going to read it. Stepson is 18. Stepson's girlfriend is 19. All right. So let's try and get... This seems like there's a lot of players here. I had to take a screenshot uh, on my phone because it was deleted and I couldn't access... It was like deleted in such a way that I couldn't access it through the normal means. Nothing on the internet is ever deleted, kids. Uh, my, My Reddit app will like show the post for like one second so i can take a screenshot really fast before it disappears and says deleted so that's hilarious i think i took this screenshot before it was deleted though all right 
Am I the asshole for gifting my late wife's engagement and wedding ring to my stepson's fiance because she's just as part of the family as my daughter is? What? I'm going to read that again. Do you to ask that question? Am I the asshole for gifting my late wife's engagement and wedding ring to my stepson's fiance because she's just as part of the family as my daughter is? Bullshit. She's yes. Super not. <laughs> <laughs> not legally. Okay. 12 years ago. While my first wife was in hospice care, she said to please not bury her with her great-grandmother's rings because, quote, they'll be gone forever and to keep it in the family. She died less than a week later, leaving behind me and our daughter, 29 female, which I assume means at the time? That can't be it. That c- she must be 29 now. She must be 29 now. I married my now late... No, sorry. <laughs> She's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I married my now wife when her son was seven. However, at 20, she had given up custody of her then four-year-old to the father to move here. So we didn't really have contact with her son. Wow. Okay. So (laughs) that's, this is convoluted. So, so at the time he has a 17 year old daughter whose mother has just passed away. Mm -hmm. The four-year-old of his 21 year old fiance is with his father in custody for at least Like, so they got married when she was seven, but they got together when he was four. And then it says, when her son turned 13, he reached out to her and they started reconnecting. A year later, his father, stepmother, and himself all moved to New York as well. And we set up a room for him at our, at our house. For the next four years, he, and staying over nearly every weekend. <laughs> I, there's a lot of typos in this one. I assume it means like he, he stayed over nearly every weekend. He asked my wife for loads of advice and told her things he didn't tell his dad. We were always there for his homecomings, birthdays, award ceremonies, etc. My wife now loves her son immensely. N- now loves him. <laughs> now, all right. And I've become fond of him as well. My daughter, meanwhile, never really got close to her stepbrother because she was openly hostile towards her stepmother and said she was too busy working her way through multiple degrees to hang out with her stepbrother. No shit. Soon after high school graduation, my stepson, 18, proposed to his girlfriend, 19. They moved into our guest house and they soon announced that they were pregnant. Oh, yeah. Unsurprising. A month and a half ago, his fiance gave birth to a boy. They were so excited to have a son and my wife was so happy to hear that she had a grandson. A couple of days ago... At 34. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait a the second. ages here are wild. This guy has no idea. If he's 34. Yeah, I, 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 okay. If she, if the wife is 34 now and the son is 18, that means that she had him when she was 16, right? Let me get a calculator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I assume is why she didn't have custody of him. Right. Not that all teenage parents are bad parents, but. But also does that mean that the father was older probably if he lived in another state yeah and so if if the daughter if his daughter is now 29 that means that she's only five years older than her stepmom so obviously damn well that's why they don't get on together yeah okay jesus (laughs) this is like i need the the charlie day uh picture with all the strings i'm thinking more like sherlock mind palace (laughs) yeah Someone make a a paper mache family tree here. A couple of days ago, they came to me and my wife and said that when he asked his fiance what she wanted as a push present, she said that she really didn't think the ring she had was special and that she had seen photos of the family heirloom rings that I had inherited from my first wife and that nothing would make her happier than being able to wear the engagement ring now. What? And then the band after they married. First, what's a push present? That sounds gross as hell. A push present is a present that you get the mother... 
or uh, the the person giving birth as like a thank you for giving birth because that sucks. Is this an American thing? I guess it's new or it, it might be an East vile. Coast thing. It sounds vile. Yeah, it's like it's like thank you for giving birth to which like thank you for destroying your body yeah, as a gift. It's a thing that should exist <laughs> to be honest. God damn. Second how fucking dare she? I know. That's the gall. Of- the audacity of that bitch. <laughs> Harry Potter and the audacity of this bitch. Right? God damn. <sighs> oh, yeah. I've seen pictures of uh, a ring that belongs to somebody who isn't even related to you. That's what I want. And it would be one thing if, if OP didn't have any other children. It would be less ballsy. Still pretty ballsy. It would have been ballsy if the boyfriend had asked. But the dumb assery of OP to actually do it is... Jesus Christ. I have zero sympathy for this man. Okay, let me finish and then I have thoughts. Okay, yeah. God damn. She said she wanted to feel a part of our family. And now that her son was our grandson, she wanted to pass it on to him so he could give it to whoever he decides to marry. Because it will be exquisite no matter what the fashion trends of the future are. After speaking with my wife, she said to have her son and his future wife in our lives is a blessing. She pointed out that my daughter has been living with her boyfriend since 23, but no word of an engagement. Meanwhile, my stepson's fiancé is now the mother of his son, so we decided to gift the rings to my son's fiancé. Idiot. I called my daughter to let her know about this decision. She started screaming at me over the phone and saying that she was my family first and how dare we assume that her boyfriend was stringing her along for marriage when they are both stressed with finding jobs in the academia job market and she never thought her boyfriend would have to buy a ring when the time came. I reminded her my stepson is just as much family as she is, and she said I barely know him compared to her and hung up. Am I the asshole? Yes. This is clearly OP playing favorites because OP now has a grandkid. Everyone is the asshole except the daughter. Yes. Absolutely everybody. The boyfriend had no right to show his girlfriend those rings. First off, they don't belong to him. Second, how dare she? I'm still furious about this. Yeah. Oh, I had a baby. Now I'm entitled to your late wife's grandmother's rings. Yeah. No, you had a baby. You're entitled to poopy diapers and vomit. (laughs) I think he should have given her, he should have given his daughter those rings when she turned 18, when she graduated high school. it should not have even been a question. Like, it should not have been a consideration. Third, how dare the wife go, mm, well, your, girl, your your daughter's not getting married anytime soon. You better give them to my, my son. That's not your decision. Oh, God, the entitlement of these assholes. Right? Just no wonder OP's daughter doesn't talk to him that much. Like, he has a wife who's five years older than her. He obviously is playing favorites, especially since now he has a grandson who's a boy. It's probably a little sexist too. But like, can you imagine, like, your wife didn't want that. It's been a long time since I've been this angry on this podcast about something. I'm fucking livid. I'm so mad. I would like you to explain. Speak out loud, OP, and explain to your dead wife why you did this. Explain to her. Because that is not what she meant by keep it in the family. She didn't say it explicitly because she didn't think she'd have to. Is he just trying to keep his wife sweet because he has a younger wife? Is that what this is? I don't know. After speaking to my wife, she said to have her son and his future wives in our lives is a blessing. What does that even mean? My son is more important than your daughter is what that means. Because, yeah, and has more worth because they got married and, or they're getting married and have a baby. But if you have been with someone for six years... Or have been living together for six years. Like, that's 
just as much married as someone with a piece of paper at that point. Right. Married is living together with paper. Yeah. They are living together so, without paper. <laughs> I'm like taking my jacket off. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking hot sweating. in here now. Jesus. I'm so hot. <laughs> I could fight about this. Honestly. Jesus. Like, it's almost as bad as the guy who smashed his wife's death. Yeah. Like, it's almost. it's almost as bad, if not worse. Well, no. They're, they're about the same. But, like, honestly, this is the same as the last story we just read. The entitlement. He doesn't consider his daughter to be a part of his family anymore. I cannot believe, like, you gave her mother's ring. Come on. God damn. And it's not even that you just broke up with the mother. She's dead. Yeah, right? <sighs> oh, oh, furious. Absolutely fuming. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I hope... Yeah, it's like, no no wonder daughter doesn't talk to you anymore. It's almost like grave robbing. Essentially, yeah. I'm gonna go to my calm center. <laughs> well, uh, to, for our dead donkey, do you, do you want to read the story that you mentioned <sighs> yes, yesterday? I do. I do want to read it because it's just, it's wild. <clears throat> so last week we were talking about um, men's unrealistic expectations of uh, female bodies. And we touched upon this post, which I remember from about six months ago, which is now uh, deleted from Reddit. Yeah. Uh, this is from Relationship Advice. My boyfriend, male, 20, thinks I'm gaslighting him because nothing comes out my boobs when I'm horny. <laughs> the title's so Society good. has failed men. Society has failed this man. The first, the first sentence is very good. Honestly, my life is a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, mm -hmm, I agree. My boyfriend is a bit of a loner, but it's never really been a problem before. We both love video games, and to him I'm quite a catch because, quote, it's not often you find a pretty girl who likes games. <laughs> Now that statement can be taken a lot of different ways, but it looks like a compliment to me, so. <laughs> so, period. Most of his, so, most of his life experiences come from the internet, which is fine, I guess, but he really doesn't have that balance. Since we started dating, I've been dragging him around with me and taking him to try new things. We've had a couple obstacles, a period of time where he spent literally no attention to me and just played video games, that ended in March, thank God, and convincing him that smelling nice isn't just a capitalist scheme, lol. <laughs> So I, 19, was ready to lose my virginity to this guy. I really love him. And overall, he's an amazing guy. He was also a virgin, so we were comfortable to just mess around. The next day, he's all standoffish and pissed at me. I ask why, and he asks me if I was just pretending to be into it last night. I say, no, I was wet. You saw that. I love you, etc. And this, God, I'm so fucking pissed about this. He says, you're lying. If you were actually horny, milk would come out of your boobs. <laughs> I just can't fucking express how goddamn infuriating, awful, angry, I don't know, I just, that? Seriously? Like he'd never really been in reality or whatever, but dude, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's all in the text, by the way. That's not me. This is in, in the post. <laughs> You're reading it very well, considering all the extra punctuation. There's so many, so many commas. I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> I'm in a stunned silence and he's like, guess it's true if you have nothing to say. I thought you weren't like other women, but you're all the same. I thought you loved me. Blah, blah, fucking blah. And I don't know. Like, it's like I have the man I love and then I have this bumbling idiot who I also have to deal with and it's just shitty. <laughs> Evidently, he's only experienced sex from porn, never thought it out of the ordinary because he'd never talked to girls and only has brothers. Additionally, people he used to role play with would do it too. So he took it as fact. I tried so hard to explain, but it was like talking to a brick wall. He claimed that I was gaslighting him, that I'm an abusive girlfriend, I'm going to cheat on him, and he was upset. He truly believed that I was this evil fucking bitch. 
We haven't talked, we've both been crying. His friends are all yes men. I think they may have convinced him that this stupid thing was a fact because he wasn't chatting with them as much. They didn't like me, so it's not that hard to believe. I was this bigoted outsider in their eyes who was flexing on them by going for walks and joining clubs, I guess. (laughs) Every sentence of this is gold. He always seemed to brush off their remarks, though. I'm stuck. This is just so stupid, so ridiculous. I don't want my first relationship to end because my boyfriend was surprised that I'm not one of his hentai girls. I love every part of him besides his obliviousness, and seeing him look me in the eye like I've stabbed him, say that I'm a dirty cheater because of his stupid porn addiction, just hurts. I'm pissed and upset and angry, and I hate that I'm hating him right now. It's just such a stupid fucking idea. Like, why the fuck would I lactate during sex? I want the boyfriend I love back, and dumping him because liquid didn't dribble out my boobs is just embarrassing. So there's a bunch of edits and updates. Um, I just I just found the updates. Yeah, she has a bunch insane. of downvotes in the comments. Yeah, it's there were a lot of downvotes, and this was a bit of a kind of crazy post. Oh, sorry, she's not downvoted. The people responding oh, yeah, the to people her are downvoted. Yeah. Edit. The overwhelming verdict is leave him. I guess I'll sleep on it. Edit two. He blew this way out of proportions and he broke up with me. (laughs) No, stop. Thanks anyway, guys. But I guess I don't need relationship advice, seeing as I'm not in one. (laughs) I'm just going to go to my best friend's place. Bye. Final edit. I had to add this because it cheered me up a little. My sister said that there's a trinity of getting wet. No one's ever seen two of them, but we still believe they're there. If you don't get the joke, she was comparing God and the Holy Spirit to each nipple. (laughs) It's insensitive, but I'm honestly at the end of my thread and I really need some shitty jokes besides my ex-boyfriend in my life. (laughs) Final edit two. If anybody has any ideas on why he did this in particular, tell me because closure would be nice. Update. Okay, so there's like six things. I have tea, my dudes. I'm still upset. Honestly, our relationship was very mixed and I don't know how long it'll take for me to get over him. He's blocked me on everything, so that's half the work done, I guess. I had some grief sex with my best girlfriend last night. (laughs) Apparently, I'm bi now. I don't fucking know. And everything's going really fast. I don't know what to feel. She's liked me for a really long time, but being straight out of a relationship, she doesn't want to be my rebound. So she said she'll wait for me before she asks me out, I guess. I have no fucking clue what's happening in my life. I've got literally no time to just think. Really, I thought it would take forever to find someone who cares for me again, but it took about five hours, so I don't fucking know what's happening anymore. (laughs) My life is a fucking mess, guys. And then there's like a full update. But sweet holy Jesus. I I like how I... And we see this a lot in main posts where the op is like my boyfriend sucks he doesn't put on deodorant he only plays video games he doesn't pay attention to me he also has unrealistic expectations of the female body and also is kind of an incel and also very sexist but i really like him and other than that he's great but gives no examples if you have to have a list of qualifiers and then say but actually he's really great He's not that great. Yeah, your relationship shouldn't be... I mean, relationships are work, but not that much work. Like, you shouldn't have to teach a person how to look after themselves. Right? Like, this is that meme again of, like, parents, you need to raise your sons so that their girlfriend doesn't have to finish raising them later. And it's... The the way he talks to her, it's not so often you find a pretty girl who plays video games. What, so all girls who play video games are ugly or there just aren't any girls who play video games? Because both of those things are incorrect. Um, Because I'm hot as fuck and I play loads of video games. Um, So yeah, it's just, he seems like somebody he was just way too immature for a relationship of any yeah, any kind like girl you're 19 you're not ready to be a parent to this 20 year old 
also, it it worries me so much that a lot of what young men in particular learn about sex comes from porn and they don't see a distinction between entertainment to get you off and actual human women. Yeah, reality. And I that's like a very maybe I'm ignorant. That's a very niche thing, right? How does it- hentai? Well, the the milk thing. The milk thing? Isn't that a very niche mm. thing? Uh, I don't watch any porn. <laughs> I feel like I've never heard of that. I've heard of it. But... I've heard of it. And I think it's a particularly Japanese animated porn situation. Thing. Yeah. Again, did you tell him he wasn't turned on because he didn't get a nosebleed? Or, like, he didn't have tentacles? <laughs> like, if if you're gonna go down that road, let's start thinking about really bizarre stuff in <laughs> Japanese porn. Um, yeah, I just... That really does concern me that young people with the prevalence of porn on the internet, I say young people like I'm 50 fucking three, (laughs) um, but like if they're not getting their sex education from a trusted source, they're going to porn and assuming that's it. Yeah, that's why I'm taking currently a health class so that I can teach health because it's absurd. It is parents' responsibility first and foremost to teach their kids about sex, but then if schools are going to have sex education... It also needs to be taught by people who really understand this thing. Believe in science as well. Yeah, like, not 65-year-old biology professors who haven't seen a vagina for 20 years. <laughs> like, it needs to be... I'm not saying you need to be going into schools and being like, alright, we need to t- teach you about fucking, but like... Healthy relationships and physiology, you know, are yes. should be a part of it. Basic human anatomy should be the start. And this is clearly a result of his friends believing in gender essentialism, that there's like a fundamental difference between men and women. Girls just don't play video games. You know, all girls are like lying bitches. You know, we need to get that taken care of too, where it's like... No, there's not as much of a difference between men and women as media would have you think. It's not a them and us. Yeah. Like, it's a, we are fundamentally different genders, but that doesn't mean that we are fundamentally different human beings. <laughs> like, gender is a social construct anyway. It just, I, I, it's always just frustrated me as somebody who was always very into traditionally boy things Mm -hmm. like honestly there was one time i went to a midnight release of a game when i lived on my own and i was the only girl there and the game shop employees stood at the door and watched me walk home so that nobody followed me which was kind of necessary was incredibly necessary yeah but like it shouldn't be that way why is that a thing i i never saw another woman in the comic book shop i used to frequent i used to have Men stop me in the comic book shop and look at my choices and be like, oh, have you read this, this, and this? And I'd be like, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, just leave me alone. I had somebody try and gatekeep me because I told them I like Batman. And they asked me, all right, so what's the color of Batman's original cowl? I was like, navy blue, you fucking moron. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. Just let people like stuff and don't make qualifiers it's the same as when people say to black women oh you're really you're really pretty for a black woman bitch (laughs) excuse me what 
Excuse me? Yeah, it's just gatekeeping and and people are just so very uncritical of it where they're like, this is the way people are and this is the way things are supposed to be. And it can't be any other way because that's just how it is. It's like, no, maybe if you weren't calling every woman that comes into your space an evil bitch or quizzing them on how much they know about freaking Batman, there would be more women in your space who like it's that It's a thing. self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. Of all women are bitches and stupid and they only want, they only like nerd culture to try and get a boyfriend. And then you show yourself up for the asshole you really are when you're trying to stop that person from liking the shit that they like. Yeah. And then they're leaving. And then you're like, well, I was right. She's just like all the rest of them. Yeah, it's like you acting like an asshole and then she is rude to you back. And wow, what a bitch. Like, yeah, you were an asshole. Like, that was the appropriate response. Like, if you really care about nerd culture, you embrace somebody who's interested in it and you share your resources with them. Mm -hmm. Like, my husband doesn't read a lot of superhero comics whereas i'm i'm pretty big into my superhero comics so one of the things that he wanted to do when we started living together was read a few of them and get some recommendations from people and you know recommend me superhero comics that he likes that's how you do it guys you treat your partner as a person i don't understand i know it's very very difficult to explain anyway let's get through the update because yes. the update is even wilder so this was like a month later I don't think any of you would care for an update, so speaking to the void is just as good. So like a lot of you said, he tried to get me back. I got my now also ex-best friend to read the messages for me. Apparently, one of his older brothers told him he was a fucking moron and that's not how girls work. He texted me about how he loved me so much in that, but like again a lot of you said, that quickly changed to, no one but me can love you, come back to me, you're just like other women, you're all whores. You guys are right, I dodged a fucking bullet and he's never gonna get near a woman for the rest of his life. <laughs> I said this in the edit, but just after the breakup, I had grief sex with my best friend. This didn't really sit right with me, and it continued to be weird as I stayed there. It became glaringly obvious that my best friend wasn't my best friend, and really just saw me as something to masturbate to, which I don't know, it's horrifying and disgusting just the way she looks at me. It isn't a crush, it's a fucking perversion. She said she'd wait for me, whatever the fuck that means, but she seemed pretty fucking impatient for me to get over him. The first time we had sex, my emotions were high and I was vulnerable. I truly felt alone. But now that I'm no longer vulnerable, she keeps trying to make me hurt emotionally again to see if I'll have sex with her again. Oof. She'd bring me a drink, then bring up traumatic events from my life, and she'd fucking smile when she saw me get upset. So yeah, I'm at my mum's house right now and I'm a fucking wreck. 2020 better end with something good, because honestly I hate my life right now. Having trust in people is a concept long forgotten, and every time I think about the way my now ex-boyfriend looked at me when he hated me to my core, or how my ex-best friend would look at me, I just feel sick to my stomach and I want to hide. My mum thinks I'm the reason I attract these people is because of my dad. She left him when I was 12, but I guess it warped my perception of men and what love was. It made my boundaries for what isn't okay so far away from reality. So yeah, I'm pretty much screwed without therapy. Spoiler, I can't afford therapy. And my dad's actions are going to follow me for the rest of my life. Yay. My life is a shitty ultimatum of be alone forever or be surrounded by your father forever. Anyway, that's basically it. My mom is definitely the MVP of my life. And yeah. Jeez. It's a wild ride. Um, there's really good comments in the, in the comment feed just saying, look, you're going to look back on this in a few years time. Um, maybe you should start journaling because that's going to help you just get your thoughts out while you can't afford a therapist. Take some time. You know, there's really, really good advice here. If you can't afford a therapist, the honest to God best thing you can do is learn meditation techniques, but also keep a journal. Yeah. Um, 
they're both really good for just, you know, centering yourself and reminding yourself that nothing is permanent. Yeah, and so, it, it looks like there's a lot of older women who are like, yes, I like come here, darling, <laughs> come here, let me look after yeah, you. Yeah, and just like I've been through this, in a few years you're gonna look back on this, and you're gonna have a completely different perspective. Even if you don't laugh about it, it's still like, like this is horrible, but hopefully she can take it as a learning experience. The other thing I noticed in the comments is lots of people are saying, look, you're very switched on to stuff that's probably impacting you in your life. And when you saw trouble in your relationships, you bounced right out of there. Both of those are really good traits. So as long as you kind of keep that around you until you can get into therapy, that's probably, you know, being aware of your kind of emotional... Your own emotional baggage. Yeah, is 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 important. Yeah. Especially at 19, like, that's about when you start to unpack the ways in which your upbringing has damaged you. Yeah, uh, yeah so hopefully she can find someone. Like, I think it's good that she has her mom. I'm hoping that she can yes. find some people also her age who can be, like, a found family social circle who can help support her it was definitely hard during the now times to find a good yeah. social circle and kind of stick with it but i think once uh once she's able to get outside and you know meet with people again she's gonna she's gonna feel better yeah it's just it's a lot it's a lot yeah and that really really sucks because like that first update was like oh yeah like just like mama lynn you know and she yes. realizes that she's gay too but also like that doesn't mean that she can't also be preyed on by someone taking advantage of her emotional state it's yeah. such a bummer Jesus. oh and this definitely reminded me of that candle post all the way back from episode two. Oh geez yes because he if you guys don't remember it was the candle that her sister had made for her and she passed away in a car accident. And so her boyfriend lit the candle specifically to make her fall into that vulnerable, emotionally devastated state again, because that's what he found attractive. Yeah, that was his king. Yeah, essentially the same thing that this ex-best friend was doing. Yeah. It's a rough ride, but uh, <laughs> pro tip, porn is not real life. Also, I'm not the person to be giving this advice, but do as I say, not as I do. Get off the <laughs> internet sometimes and talk to real people. <laughs> I know that that's really hard right now, but also like talk to human beings and don't surround yourself with shitty people because then they'll turn you into a shitty person eventually. Yes. Just as Judge Judy says, the moldy blueberry does not make the well blueberries. <laughs> the, the, the well blueberries don't make the moldy blueberry well. The moldy blueberry makes all the other blueberries moldy. Yeah. I just caught up with, or almost caught up with Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And that's like the whole, <laughs> the whole thesis of that show is they're shitty people yes. bringing down other shitty people. So that everybody becomes shittier. Yeah. If they were by themselves, they would probably be fine. But altogether, they suck. So God bless Cricket. <laughs> Poor Cricket. Yeah. Well, this sucks. Um... Oh, okay, so this is perfect. Uh, for my subreddit shout-out this week, I'm going to shout-out R Men's Lib. I don't know if I've done it before, but that seems appropriate. Um, it is a good men's subreddit. I think I already shouted it out, or at least have talked about it, but this is my official shout-out. They talk about men's issues awesome. from a feminist lens as well, so they understand the problems that men face are rooted in sexism and 
it's a very good, friendly subreddit. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm also before we before we sign off, I'm going to shout out. Um, hey gamers, you've been playing a lot of games for the last nine months because you've been stuck in your hole. Don't forget to stretch. <laughs> a couple of friends, me, my husband, we've been having uh, some wrist pain and issues so hey make sure you're stretching those wrists pulling out those fingers a couple of times you know hydrate see the sun once in a while Play with keyboard and controller kind of vary it up switch it up and do some stuff that doesn't involve using your hands uh every once in a while yeah i was gonna go for a run today but i think this is my week off because it's our week of rain for the year so (laughs) yeah good good shout (laughs) i'll do yoga instead oh yeah nice bit of inside yoga you'd be nice and warm well sort of Our apartment is very cold all the time. Oh, no. (laughs) can put on a sweater and do yoga, sweatshirt. It's fine. It's going to chit the opposite of hot yoga. It's just cold yoga. (laughs) Chilly yoga. (laughs) All right. You can find me on Twitter at Morgan underscore Slay. You can send us your best uh, engagement party games at are the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter or email those to us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com uh you can find me on twitter at esme underscore c underscore nose as in knows lots of things send me all the shit you do on a private island yeah and on the facebook we are the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast uh another reminder we're going to be sharing our asshole of the year contenders uh over the next few weeks and also our heroes of the year please make sure that you vote so that we can have content with a capital c yes and um if your friends are looking for some bizarre online drama that doesn't involve politics that's usually not that much of a bummer you know let them know because we don't do any advertising or anything so share with your friends Give me a really good reason for my blood pressure to be raised so high once yeah. a week. Tell t- if <laughs> someone you know that makes uh, makes bad relationship choices. No, don't do that. Actually, <laughs> no, <don't. laughs> no one should listen. This is advice. not advice. <laughs> Disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> this isn't advice. This is more like personal therapy. Yes, we're gonna read these stories anyway, so it's nice to just be able to shout at someone about it (laughs) instead of shouting to ourselves in our own homes so i mean i do enough of that without reddit so yeah it's nice to have an hour and a half a week of uh reddit therapy and not having to answer and breathe i'm gonna gonna take you through your breathing exercises now morgan you ready